0: Welcome back to another episode of the Best Minutes Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minute hosts examine the 1946 William Wyler directed film, The Best Years of Our Lives. One minute of screen time per episode. I'm Megan
1: Coleman from Mash Minute. And I'm Tierney Steele, also of Mash Minute. But unlike you, I am not gainfully employed. So if you like podcasts, go to stealsister.com. I have a series called VCR Privileges where every summer we talk about a movie that I was obsessed with and watched in the summers growing up. For reals, we're here to talk about Minute 42 of the best years of our lives and... It's fantastic. It is a minute in which I don't like Peggy's hat as much as Millie's, well, but you know what? That's fine. Millie's is literally defying gravity, okay? That hat is magic. It is How is it saying on that to the floor. head? Oh. There isn't enough all that in the world.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or bobby pins. <Pence. laughs>
1: uh, this is the minute in which Millie and Al are dancing to Among My Souvenirs we're seeing hoagie playing he's having a little fun on the piano and then peggy and fred get to talking back in the booth as they watch them dance it's a very wholesome sweet minute
0: for the most part yeah i there's a little dance crashing going on but you know
1: (laughs) that's right yes this is the one in which uh al manages to dance himself backwards (laughs) into a pole and you have one of the most beautiful reactions it's it's kind of classic i'm not gonna lie (laughs) My favorite is that after she like basically rolls her eyes, but in 1946, so she doesn't actually roll her eyes, she then closes them again. Like, no, no, god damn it. I'm going to enjoy this moment with my husband. <laughs> I'm going to, it's going to be okay. I think anyone listening who has been married knows that feeling. Like, no, 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 no. This is a nice <laughs> moment. <laughs> Not going it- to let it be ruined. Not going to let it be ruined. Is our child naked? Not wearing a diaper? Not potty trained yet? I don't care. This is a good moment. It will not be ruined. (laughs) And especially after the night Millie's had, she's like, please, just let me have this one song. It's just,
0: okay. It's almost like she's glad she's not the one who bumped into the pole. Like, at least my husband took one for the team. (laughs) Thanks, Mm. Fred. But... Yeah, that's like my favorite part of this whole scene.
1: (laughs) I mean, this whole this whole
0: minute, I should say.
1: Oh, see, I I love Peggy's face. So we cut to Peggy and Fred in the booth, and it's very sweet because you have to keep in mind these are her parents. Mm -hmm. So she's been driving their drunk butts around all night, (laughs) which anyone who got their license, anyone who's the oldest kid and got their license, knows this feeling. (laughs) Uh, Yes. And maybe not this exact scenario, but suddenly you're driving someone around and you're like, wait. Or actually, no. I guess it, it would be the youngest kid. I it a would probably be memory. the youngest kid. Or like... Yeah, it'd be the youngest kid. Once the youngest kid gets their license, they're screwed. Because everyone else can drink. But they can't. But they can drive. So you're the perfect DD. Uh huh. Uh-huh. My cousin Mary was a DD many a Christmas Eve. <sighs> anyway. Anyway. Uh, she looks absolutely angelic i adore her her hat is not as cool as her mother's but that's fine That's okay i mean it's still pretty fancy hats aren't everything it's all it's good it's gravity
0: defying so you know
1: and what i love is that she's just being so charming and he is so drunk and she realizes it she's like like oh my parents and she's amused <laughs> by it you know her line is nice to see the young folks having fun like enjoying themselves very yeah. sweet And he all but burps as he puts his beer down. Yeah, (laughs) I guess it's a drink, not a beer. Although there are many beers on the table. Yeah, they're definitely... Those are, um... What's his faces? Homer. Those are Homers. Oh! His one beer allowed by Butch, but, uh... Right. But what I love is Fred, like I said, Fred doesn't actually burp. He's fine, but he's so drunk, and her just, like... The the making of conversation with someone who's drunker than you. Sometimes it's hard.
0: Sometimes it's awkward. Sometimes you wish it wasn't happening.
1: (laughs) I love this scene because they have so much fun together. And they don't know each other. This is the first night. They're only hanging out because they have a mutual friend. And this... I think is a perfect scene for explaining why this movie is still so popular. This nineteen forty-six World War II homecoming movie that is so of its time and yet feels so modern because of scenes like this. Like every girl watching this has had this conversation. Sometimes it doesn't go as well as this, but like or you're like, you know, I'm just gonna talk to this guy, because what else am, what I am I gonna do? do? What am I gonna do while they're dancing? Hopefully it's
0: not a bleep show,
1: right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and and he picks up on it. Like he's he's drunk and he's a mess and she's not. But he's like joking with her. Mm. And actually, uh, where is it? I'll get the act exact uh second mark. When he says you don't look like Al's daughter, and he leans in, her face is the perfect, like Shutting this down Shut this down now. <laughs> Shutting this down now. And that's another thing that I think all of us can relate yes. to.
0: Oh, so much. So and, uh, much,
1: sadly. But, but what I love is that this scene works because she shuts it down. She makes a joke and he goes with it. He goes along with the joke mm-hmm. and he continues from there. Yeah. And that that makes her trust him in a way. Like, there are plenty of guys who she could have made that line made that joke and they just would have kept leaning
0: yet yeah, or making and it more doesn't. awkward by whatever they're saying on top of it right and just it,
1: it. yes yeah and he gets he gets the joke like he laughs he gets that yeah. she's making a like that's another crucial thing because he could have been too drunk to pick up like, on it <laughs> yeah exactly Literally. he could have been like oh really he never mentioned that you know <laughs> I seem to recall, too, in the IMDb trivia
0: that the actresses that play... The, were they were they 13 years apart? Who play Millie and Peggy? They were, were who play close enough an
1: age that it would have been inappropriate for her actually to be her mother. Although not biologically impossible, which happens all the time in this era. Uh,
0: it still sometimes does.
1: But... Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. 13 years. Awkward. My favorite... And we don't have minutes with her, so I don't feel bad saying this. I freaking love Fred's mom. She seems so, she seems like an actress who is so glamorous and fancy, and yet she's playing like the person living in a shack under the railroad. Oh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I just fell head over heels in love with her. I love Fred's mom so much. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. But I was looking at everyone's IMDb, trying to see, like, okay, we're facing these other people Mm -hmm. and all these references and stuff. Yeah, this is actually a perfect minute to mention my now undying love for Hoagie Carmichael. Go for it. Because he is of Bloomington, Indiana, and he uh, lives several places out of Indiana, but he went to Indiana University in Bloomington. He went to law school there, and he actually was a lawyer. Like, Hoagie Carmichael was a lawyer, uh, But not a very good one and much better at writing <laughs> music on the piano. <laughs> that went straight to my heart because Bloomington, Indiana is where Grandma and Grandpa Steele met. Oh. I would not exist were it not for Indiana University. And I especially loved the whole going to law school, but becoming one of the most famous composers of the... <laughs> early 20th century uh because my grandfather was very upfront about the fact that he went to indiana and got his mba because he didn't know what else to do with himself after he got home from korea so it felt very right to bring up in this show And for the record, he was on an aircraft carrier. He was, I don't actually know that the man ever set foot on Korean soil, but he was a meteorologist for the USS Laity. So he was in the Korean War. Uh, He'd done ROTC before that. And he got home and he looked around and he went, Well, now what do I do? (laughs) So he ended up going to Bloomington and getting his MBA. And that is where he met my grandmother through one of my favorite stories. And it's important as I start the story for you to understand that everyone involved in it remained friends to their deaths many decades later. Uh, The only reason he met my grandmother was because she had gone out on a few dates with his roommate, who was very frustrated (sighs) that he wasn't... How do I put this? Getting anywhere. <laughs> and so he told my grandfather, take Martha out on a few dates and then dump her so that I will look good in comparison. And then when <gasps> I get back together with her, she will put out.
0: <laughs> Dang! That clearly backfired, correct?
1: Um It very much did because my grandfather took her out on a date. And then he took her out on a second date. And then he informed his roommate that he would not be dumping her, and they ended up having nine children together.
0: Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's crazy.
1: Now, all stayed very good friends for the rest of their lives, but it was... That's funny. (laughs) Very much backfired. Yeah, right? And, it, and it, again, my grandfather was only there because he didn't know what else to do with himself. And he went out with her because, sure, it, it, like, literally, sure, why not, why not <laughs> I think was his answer. Like, I don't got nothing else to do. Take her on a couple dates <laughs> and don't, I don't care. Sure, I'll do that. And then he went out on a date with her and was like, oh, wait a minute. You're, like, really smart and pretty. <laughs> so, <laughs> And somewhere there are very sweet, I think they are slides, not photos of them, you know happily posing in various places around Bloomington after they got engaged. Aww. So the minute I saw that connection, I, I already was enjoying him because Hoagie Carmichael looks like my mom's side. This is my dad's parents. Hoagie Carmichael could have shown up to a family reunion on my mom's family and no one would have batted an eye. <laughs> and he's got those long fingers for playing the piano. That's, that's a big thing. I just, this guy, I was in i'm very intrigued i don't think i want to read his autobiographies because i bet they're real depressing but <laughs> a fascinating life because for all his success it seems like at every step he was like oh, i should have been doing more hmm. oh, i didn't make that much money you know like the beatles came oh. and he was like "Ah, oh, no one's playing my kind of music anymore and it's like you can live on royalties for the rest of your life dude <sighs> It seems like it's going to be fine. You had hard times during the Depression, but you were still working, mm-hmm. which in 1931 was
0: awesome. Good.
1: <laughs> I just, at every step along the way, it just seems like, ah, things aren't really working out for me. And I'm like, aren't they though? <laughs> They're You're working in out very the best well. Best years of our life. So I I love it. Also, his name is Hoagie. It's Hoagland. But, but Hoagie's so much so. nicer. <laughs> That's so much more fun to it say. It is so much more fun to say. Listeners, if you think I'm completely misrepresenting the man, let me know, because I would love to hear more stories. And I don't think we're in Bing Crosby territory. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, hopefully not. He and his first wife did split up, but... But, you know, that, that doesn't, doesn't mean that seem... he was a bad person. Exactly. That, I see nothing like that. In a quick Wikipedia and like two other sites to make sure nothing is contradicting it. Yeah,
0: you know. So to bring the, did you, do you want to bring up the Mash connection with Hoagie? Go for it. Um, some of his songs show up in the episode. What it? going to say? It's in the Cool, Cool of the Evening and Two Sleepy People.
1: I mean, it it makes sense that his songs would show up in Mash. Oh yeah, he wrote so many famous songs and tunes that yes. just became standards which is why i was having so much trouble finding recordings of him playing them when i went looking for them because they just became no which again dude royalties are great Royalty, i mean even when you look at his imdb right, right. like for
0: you know credits it's like we're still playing his stuff right like yeah yeah. I mean, some of these things I don't know, like, foodie love. Okay, cool. But, like, two sleepy people show up in it, so cha You know, like.
1: He wrote heart and soul. <laughs> Maybe this is being a child of the 80s and having big in my life, almost all my life, but, uh, you're good.
0: <laughs> Tierney, his, he wrote a song called Georgia on My Mind. I don't know if you've heard of that one. I love that song. Uh, yes.
1: And, um, <laughs> it's in a,
0: it's in a TV series called, ready for this? Beat Shazam
1: shazam is coming up a lot more than i thought it would when i agreed to do a podcast on the 1946 film the best years of our lives by, directed by william wyler starring myrna lloyd and dana andrews but sure I'm, I'm
0: just letting you know i thought that was kind of hilarious i like it it's a good title yeah he has four, his song showed up four times in nash
1: i do like that
0: me too
1: It just background music that's actually i i can tell a charming story from my mom's side of the family of her grandmother was local they they did not go to university they didn't mean at university i don't know uh, she must have gone to college because she was an rn so she would have had to get a bachelor's in science at some point uh my my grandmother grew up in a neighborhood where her family had built like half the houses and she ended up marrying a boy from a family who would built like half the other houses <laughs> And this would have been in the 19- no, it probably was like Depression era. When she was a teenager, they would take the piano, they would put it right up against the window and open all the windows, and then they would dance out on the porch. And she said she would always talk about how that was like one of the happiest memories was her dancing on that porch, you know, till the we out till the grown ups yelled at them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> because that's eternal. And it would have been songs like Among My Souvenirs that they were playing.
0: My grandfather looked like a freaking spitting image of Frank Sinatra. <laughs> oh my gosh, his Navy picture too. I'm like, holy crap, it's like Frank Sinatra in a Navy suit di- straight out of, what's that movie? Where there We've, are seen are? That. Yes. We've seen that. We've
1: seen that. I'm like, oh my gosh, what? <laughs> I was going to make a rude joke and then I remembered it's your grandfather. It's my grandfather. <laughs> I won't. I've met him. He's lovely. He's a lovely guy. Um
0: <laughs> He's very proud of his Navy service, yes. He was living across the street from my grandmother. That's how they, they met. My her parents moved into the house across the street. And somebody told her you should talk to that cute boy across the street. And she was like,
1: okay. And then she did. That's how it <laughs> That's happened, how it right? happened. <laughs> Do we get the story of how Millie and Al met? In our minutes? Um, in, in, the movie. in the movie. um, I don't think we do.
0: Don't they, hi- don't they, do they hint at it though? Isn't there something about, like, he worked at a drugstore and he made her, like, he made her food or something? No, mm. or is that someone else? Because
1: Fred worked at the drugstore. Oh, okay, maybe
0: that's what I'm thinking of, never mind. That's what I'm thinking of, never mind. Yeah, and
1: there is a little snafu where he mentions something about Marie being at the drugstore and everyone's like, uh, no. <laughs>
0: Like, that's not how we remember that happening or you telling us how that happened oh um,
1: that's not how you told us that happened not very long before in this same motion picture <laughs> <laughs> help <laughs> yeah because i would i would love to hear that i i think i am thinking of my great-grandmother a lot when i look at myrna loy and frederick march dancing care and and i say that myrna loy cannot be my great grandmother please stop having heart attacks i'm not that young but she kind of falls in between like i said my grandmother was a kid when this was happening this is a woman who said back to the future was her favorite movie of all time even when she was in her 60s um because they went back to her time (laughs) um alan milley that just like stable, but sometimes he gets too drunk and is annoying. Right. But they still love each other. Yeah. Sort of thing. Sort of. That feels that feels right for that generation. <laughs> like they are a definite love story. Oh, I mean
0: they clearly have a something for each other. It's just that drunkenness kinda complicates things. As Facebook used to say, I don't know if it still does. It's complicated, right? <laughs> like <laughs> under your relationship status.
1: Well, uh, from the smile he's giving Peggy, I think Fred is feeling a little complicated at the end of this minute as he reintroduces himself to someone who I'm sure remembered his name, although he did not <laughs> remember hers. You know, sometimes when you're drunk, things happen. I
0: have a friend who always says that when you're drunk, your true self comes out. The truth and your true, fr- your true self come out.
1: So, you know, maybe, maybe a lot Which of people are just forgetful. I don't know, but... It's ironic because the whole point of this evening is that the three of them don't want their truth that Like, they're trying no, to... No, that's true.
0: But I think it's the idea that like, alcohol, facade, especially if you drink too much, can lower your inhibitions to a point where maybe you don't realize they've been lowered. Yeah. And you overshare, which could be fine, but could really be awkward and horrible. We'll find out, won't we? <laughs> I mean, we're in the bar. The, the evening's still going, I think. No one looks like they're getting
1: ready and to get up yet. going and going and going, going. and <laughs> Yeah. Going that little bump that Al had dancing is but a taste of what's <laughs> to come.
0: It's a it's a it's a little omen, is it?
1: In T D Doo. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. I love the look on Homer's face. Like Homer is that I've I've been that guy. Like I said, most people in my family played the piano, and like that little like ah oh, shucks. All right, I'm sitting here listening. <laughs> yep. Yeah don't really know what to do with my face though <laughs> yes. Yes. it's very sweet i really like it i really like it his little like yeah like it, it. you know uh butch switches it up a little and he's like doing his thing like look at him go, him go. <laughs> he's just he, he, he strikes me as like the
0: most genuine out of all of them too i don't know if that's because he's like wasn't I don't know if that's like just his, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of what he's been through and he's just like, I'm just glad to sort of be alive even though, you know, I'm adjusting to new life, life, you know, mm-hmm. the new normal for him, but. Or, or yeah. because he wasn't really, I mean, he's not, he wasn't like a trained actor compared to, no, you know, the rest no. of them. I think he got some acting lessons, which I think kicked off the director,
1: but. Yeah, he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> he wasn't supposed to, right? I mean, they sent I mean, him I acting mean, yeah. They're like, guys, we hired him because he is this character, right?
0: Like, they changed the character's disability because of his disability, right? So,
1: yeah, yeah. Originally, it was gonna be uh, an actor playing someone basically with really bad PTSD. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And they changed it to a physical disability when they found him because he's he's lovely. I really like. Honestly, that first scene in the plane when he's looking out at night mm. and it's just the close up on him, it's lit perfectly and it's, it's real good. You would not believe that he is an untrained actor. But I think the biggest thing that I really appreciate about Homer is that he is complicated. He goes back and forth on these things. Sometimes he's trying to be real optimistic mm. about stuff and sometimes he's not like <laughs> that feels very real like you wouldn't be all one or the other and also homer kicks off tyrannies i'm gonna smack every man for being so dumb in this movie (laughs) at the end of
0: the movie yeah yeah there's a few times where as much as i like him i'm like you know (laughs) stop being dumb guys thank you
1: (laughs) stop being dumb guys I mean, I know you went to
0: war. I know you helped save the world. Thank you very much for your service. Um, As someone who is not alive, who got to benefit from that. But like, just take a minute to breathe. Think. Think a little bit more. These women are Does saints. Seems like
1: she <laughs> loves you and is listening to you and is saying helpful things. Like, don't get me wrong,
0: because like I can understand why he was concerned that you know if if she was with him for the right reasons, you know, like, oh like, yeah, totally, yeah, 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 because I would be- feel the same way, you know. But like, she's proved to you that she really, really likes you, so yeah, <laughs> she wants to stick around, so don't like shove her away. is all I'm
1: saying. <laughs> maybe, maybe,
0: okay. <laughs>
1: I will say I'm very torn. I think he should be on the poster. What's his face that is playing, Homer?
0: His real name's Harold.
1: That's kind of... Oh, okay. I, you knew it was with an H. Yes, but. just to make it more confusing, right? Or helpful. Or helpful. I, I had an know, H. Harold John Russell. I think he's wonderful in this, and I think they could have put him on the poster. That... Come on. I mean... Let the guy be on the poster. I'm considering that he ended up putting two Oscars for this role, right? So... Yeah, I hope people have mentioned that so far in this movie. If it's minute 42 and we're the first people to mention that, um, for shame other podcasters. podcasters.
0: It's like we're gonna give them a pity award and then, oh, you actually won it.
1: That's the best part. I know, right? Guys. It's like we'll give the pity him- award comes after. There's a reason to pity him. I know, right? <laughs> like because
0: it kind of. I mean, I know they didn't word it obviously as pity award, but it felt a little no. like pity award and like Oops.
1: it was worded it very was designed because they thought he wasn't gonna win and they wanted to recognize him in the role and like guys, you could have waited till later in that broadcast. <laughs> I love it.
0: He made ten thousand dollars for this film. I wonder if that was good or not, especially for somebody who never really acted before.
1: That's the thing. I've got to imagine. I mean, I imagine it that was still better. pretty good he money. Was in uh, yeah, he was doing like promo work for the Nate. Like, there's nobody that yeah. paid better. No, so. I know, right? Well, I think I'm good with this minute. If you are, I think I'm good too. Yeah, I'm very distracted because I'm looking at all of the hardware on Fred's jacket. And I'm hoping that people who know more about this military, we're uniforms able to decipher that already. for us. <laughs> yeah. I see the wings, pilot, cool beans. Like, yeah. I know what that means. But I, there are many websites that would tell us these things. But I don't feel like, oh, you know what, though? What? At the end of the minute, the way he's sitting, we see his cuff is up. He's wearing an ID bracelet. He does. It looks
0: like it. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder
1: if that was a costume. Do me choice,
0: or if he something he just wore all the time, and somebody just overlooked it.
1: Yeah, I'm very curious. Hmm. Or was that more standard? Because I mean, dog tags existed, but dog tags as like an everyday thing seems kind of annoying. Oh well, I know what I'm gonna look up. I was
0: gonna say, what do we do? I don't remember what he didn't. Well. Uh, b seventeen, Right, but I mean, like, I wonder, too, if it's, like, a medical... Fr- I, that's the only thing I could think of, It's like, a medical bracelet. Well,
1: now that would be a medical ID That's true, bracelet.
0: yeah. I'm showing my ignorance. It, is, is that something they had back then? Um, I mean, today we're in a world full of, like, EpiPens and, you know, people being aware that people have medical emergencies and...
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, CPR. My my mother is a breast cancer survivor, so she gets to wear one for the rest of her life. Yeah, I guess I am going to have to do some Googling on air and edit this to make it sound better. <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. The bracelets were worn as jewelry throughout the 40s. The popularity of ID bracelets spread to civilian world in the 1970s as Americans began wearing them, engraved with the names the soldiers reported either as missing in action or as being a prisoner of war during Korean Vietnam. Oh... So it sounds like in forties, an ID bracelet would be a completely legit thing for that man to be wearing. And dog tag history: nineteen thirty-six. The term was created by Randolph Hur- William Randolph Hearst. Interesting. All right. Ah, uh, so the Civil War happened, and no one wore dog tags, and it was a big mess yeah well i can see that so they decided that was not great 1906 u.s government decided upon a circular aluminum disc to be worn as an identification tag 1913 required for all military service members
0: that was Suspended probably a good the neck
1: world war one lot more service members okay world war ii issued a rectangular shaped identification tag with a notch yep hey hey this is that term dog tags dates back to thomas jefferson interesting jefferson and hearst gonna have it out what wait again folks we're googling life i'm not looking that up
0: oh i'm 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 pulling up oxford english dictionary i'm curious go for it
1: All right. Today, the issuance of military dog tags remains an important component of military culture. But reliance on dog tags is more symbolic as technology advances. Let's just put microchips in our foreheads. Sure thing.
0: Here we go. Dog tag. A tag attached to a dog's collar. Yeah, well, duh. Um, Slang, originally U.S., a soldier's identification tag. 1882, Fort Wayne, Indiana, Daily Sentinel. Go Indiana. February 17th. Woo Notice is hereby given that the dog tags as prescribed by an act of the legislature, are on hand at my office. I'm going to assume that's more for dogs, not humans. Oh, here we go. 1918 from something called The Hatchet. Maybe that's a magazine. I don't know. From February 22nd, or maybe it's a newspaper, all that will be necessary will be to cons- consult his fingerprint name and other matters of interest on the little steel tag around his neck, variously known as a dog tag, licensed to live, but to the medical department as an identification tag.
1: Hey, hey, hey. hey. I am looking at encyclopedia.com. Servicemen wore an identification bracelet as part of their uniform during World War II. The years of World War II. Identification bracelets were bet metal bands, heavy chains with metal plates, engraved with the key elements of his identification, his name, rank, and serial number. Ooh. Although they first wore identification bracelets only during the war, men continued to wear their bracelets once they had returned home as a type of jewelry to signal their participation in the war. I wonder if this is a class thing. I wonder if the fact that Fred has an ID bracelet as opposed to tags is like another, another signal code that in 1946 would have been blatantly obvious to everyone. Of like, Fred be fancy. <laughs> Fred be
0: fancy. <laughs> and he's from like a, he has a certain rank or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause Fred is the highest ranking guy. Right. By far. By far. So, huh. I wonder if that is. I wonder if that is like a signal. He would he would have had it. It makes perfect sense, right? But I I wonder if that is if that is supposed to signal to audiences watching this. Fred be fancy.
0: Fred's on a different level than Peggy.
1: Uh, and you can get some used on Etsy if you would like one of your very own. Cool. All right. Well, I think we have definitely talked.
0: We talked Not for a while.
1: We have talked for a while. It has been fun talking to you for a while. I have missed talking to you, but it has it has been a while. I am looking at the clock and thinking, hmm. That went by quick. <laughs> might we be done with this minute? But we might be done. No, we're probably done with the
0: minute. So if you enjoyed this episode, that's really nice of you. <laughs> If you didn't like it, and you <laughs> constructively complain, constructively complain, leave constructive criticism. Remembering that we did a whole hundred and seventeen episodes about a Robert Altman film,
1: which broke us, obviously, that clearly
0: broke us, and we maybe adopted more of Robert Altman's style than we care to admit. You could you could find on social media Butch's Place, the best years of our lives, social. Our best years of our lives listeners cafe on facebook or you can go on the tweets as my dad calls it at the best minutes and you should find more of these delightful episodes on apple Podcasts, spotify google play thebestminutes.com but more than likely just do whatever you did today because it will probably work again you're
1: 42 minutes in folks we have faith we have faith in you well we will be back tomorrow with uh, more accidental insight into the best years of our lives. <laughs> Joe, you better hurry up on deck, cause she's taking off soon. Right, thanks.
0: Come on, Taylor.